from inside Memorial Stadium. This is the Huskers Radio Network podcast. All Huskers, all the time. Here's your host, Jessica Cootie. Welcome back into the Huskers Radio Network podcast. I'm Jessica Cootie, and joining me for this very special episode, the Nebraska Male Athlete of the Year announced on Sunday. Bridge, love it. How was that? That had to be awesome to hear your name called for that award. Yeah, it was super cool. The the night at the lead, we went over there Sunday night. We had a little VIP dinner before with all the people who were up for awards. And then we went out. They had a little red carpet out there. We were taking pictures. Everybody was all dressed up. Uh, and then, yeah, we went through the awards, and I won Male Athlete of the Year. Before we get into all that, we got to start with the, we're not going to bury the lead here, the outfit, man, the fit. <laughs> you got to break down the fit because, in my opinion, they didn't give away this award, but you would have won Best Dressed as well <laughs> because that suit was slick. So tell us all about the fit. So it was, I don't know what it was. It was black and white. I think it was, it was lace. It was a little lacy. And, uh, <laughs> um, Jordan Burroughs gave it to me. It was like the last like clothing haul that he brought to us before he left back to PA and the East Coast, and he uh, he brought that in, and Silas Allred grabbed it, and I was like, no shot, that's gonna fit you, bro, you're way too big. <laughs> and he was like, okay, fine. And then I had it for like a year, I was holding on to it, and then I was kind of thinking I was gonna win the award, and I was like, well, if I'm gonna win, I gotta, I gotta go all out, so I had to get dressed up. That's awesome, what did Jordan think? Did he um, think you pulled it off? Yeah. I sent it to him and Lauren, his wife, in a DM on Instagram. And I was just like, had to bring it back out. And then they were like saying that we needed to get a side-by-side. So we put the side-by-side up. Husker Wrestling posted that one. So, yeah, they thought I looked good. So for those of you that are watching on our podcast platforms, we'll put up the photo. But if you're just listening, go to Ridge's social media. You can see the outfit. But it was, it was slick. It was definitely impressive. So uh, best dressed in addition to <laughs> Nebraska Mill Athlete of the Year. So... You are nominated with some phenomenal athletes. I mean, it was a really special event, a lot of uh, awards and honors that night, but for you to have your name called in, in that moment, and you think about all the athletes here, and, and it, it had to be really rewarding for you. Yeah, it was cool because it was like, uh, you know, taking second in nationals, like it's awesome, but like it wasn't the goal. So it's just like you're a little bit disheartened by it. You know, it's not – it's not everything that it could have been, but they're coming back here and then getting that award and it's like kind of like validates all the hard work that I really that I put in this year. Like second place in nationals does too, but it's like, you know, being recognized by the school for what I did is awesome. Which we're going to we're going to dive into that as well, but uh, you know, for fans listening in that might not know about the night at the lead, tell us a little bit about it. I mean, it it was my first year seeing it. Really special. It's cool that they honor so many different areas. I mean, because it, it, we can get caught up in the athletics part of it, but I feel like Nebraska does such a good job of preparing you guys in other areas, and so a night to honor you know a lot of different areas. But that, there's a ton of athletes that went that showed up. the The attendance was great, and then everybody was dressed up. It was yeah. just it was just an overall like really cool event so as an athlete how special is it to have that kind of night where you can celebrate and honor each other it was cool so it was my first one too because my freshman year it was canceled due to covid and then last year they did it like via zoom but uh so it was my first one and it was like um they had awards for team gpas for male and female sports they had like a big senior award where it was like uh best G- best cumulative gpa with like athletic accomplishments mm-hmm. and that was like kind of the big one for seniors who were leaving um then they had like the sam fultz 27 award 
where it was like students, student athletes who like were committed to helping out in the community, helping their teams and just being good people. That, that kind of seemed like the award to win for real when I was over there. His parents were there. So I, I never met Sam, but I understand he was a football player who passed away and this award was in his honor and it was, oh, one of the wrestlers won it, Dan Monahan, and he's definitely the kind of person who should win that award, I thought. That's awesome. You could tell there was a lot of wrestlers there because they were all cheering. You guys were all cheering for each other <laughs> yeah. when you would win awards. Yeah, there was a, uh, more than I thought came than what I thought was gonna. I was, I was surprised at how many of my boys came. So you, you go on the red carpet, I mean, are, were you, feel, I mean, I feel like you're the type of person that thrives in that kind of environment. Are you like, <laughs> are you one that you practice your poses? How do you get prepared to, uh, you know, nail all the, the photo ops with the red carpet? I just had to make sure I brush my teeth, make sure my teeth were clean, <laughs> nothing in them, you know, before we were taking pictures, I was like, Mike, are we good? And he's like, yeah, we're good. It's just uh, being you, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, fun event for sure. Um, congratulations, by the way. So. Uh, we, we've had people that want to hear all about your journey through the NCAA tournament. What a run. And let's start overall with the first part of it, the seeding, which we mm -hmm. had Coach Manning on, and he said we felt like he was too low. He was not seated high enough that he kind of got um, gypped a little bit in that area. What was your first reaction when you found out you are going to be a 10 seed going into the tournament? Yeah, so I was looking at the uh, – like when they released the brackets, I went through looked. Like I try not to look super hard, but it's, it's kind of hard not to – kind of dive into the bracket but I was looking I was surprised that I was the 10 seed I felt that it was a little bit low too like my only losses were to the one and the three seed and I don't know I felt like I probably should have been a higher seed but I wasn't really like worried about it when I looked at my spot in the bracket I wasn't like oh boy this is like gonna be insane but it was tough it was definitely a tough route to the finals yeah but um I wouldn't I don't think that I was you like, got because you got to go beat people right yeah, no matter you're, what you're gonna have to beat five good kids so I didn't really care who I had to be or in what order but I did feel like the 10 seed was a little I don't know disrespectful a little bit <laughs> so looking back did you feel like going into it from the start I can make a special run I mean I know you're confident but it's so hard to make a run that, like you just did. So did you feel like, I'm going to win this thing? I mean, what was your mindset going into to the, to the championships? Uh, I was there to win. I planned on winning before. And uh, like we had, we wrote on like these cards, like we wrote down our fears and like we burned them like as a team, like fears coming into the tournament. And one of mine, like it was being overconfident. Cause it was like, I was, this year I was focusing a lot on like mentality and like how to like progress like that. So being overconfident was something that I was a little bit worried about, but I fully expected to win when I went to nationals. How do you balance that? Cause I think that's a, an important message for maybe young athletes of any sport. You know, you gotta be confident, but there is that fine line of being overconfident that could come back to bite you, right? How do mm. you balance that? Um, or how have you learned to balance it? I don't know, like when I think about it, so last year at nationals, my first match, I had a kid that I beat like 10 to 2 earlier in the year. So I was thinking, okay, first match, this is going to be a breeze, we're good. And I barely beat the kid in overtime. Like it was a barn burner the whole way through. And then coming in the second match, now my mentality was all messed up. And I was just like, dang, maybe I'm not as ready as I thought. Or, But it was just really because I was overconfident for the first match and wasn't, and took it too lightly, maybe. And then. But this year, like with my first match, I had Jaden Abbas from Stanford, who I beat in Vegas. But like, I know he's tough, and I'm gonna have to come out, and I'm gonna have to wrestle my best to 
really just put it out of reach and get it done. So that was kind of the thing, just keeping my head in all the matches I was wrestling and just focus on one at a time. Yeah, you can tell you were on a mission and, how, and your approach was what it needed to be. So how do you go about, all right, it is such a grind and mm. it is a lot of wrestling and especially the wrestlebacks, like what Peyton Rob did. I mean, yeah. it's mind blowing. <laughs> but like when you go day to day and it's such a hard venture to go on, what's, what's your approach to each day? I almost go like robot mode. It's just, just go by the schedule. Like when it's time to eat, make yourself eat. Like you might not always be hungry, nerves and stuff, but you have to eat. So it's just make sure you eat, take a nap. When you get another break, take a nap, just things like that. And just sticking to a schedule. Cause the first two days were almost the same scheduling wise. So it was just coming in, like me and CJ would warm up the same every morning. We'd warm up the same before round two. It was just trying just to keep everything the same. What was it like to, I mean, cause it is, it's an individual sport, but you're also, mm -hmm. you know, got team goals too, to see some of the other guys do what they did. What's that like balancing, you know, approaching what you do, but then also, you know, wanting to be there for your teammates and seeing and supporting them too. The thing that was weird about nationals is like, I didn't even really get to see my teammates wrestle that much. Really? Cause we're all in, all the wrestlers are in the, in a tunnel. And they had like a TV that had like the matches that were wrestling, but you couldn't actually see the video. You just had the scores, the name, and the time. So it was like, that's what we were going off of. And you can hear everything that was going on. Uh -huh. So when something crazy would happen out there, everybody would go nuts and you just hear it echoing through like the tunnel. And you're just sitting there waiting for like the kids to come back to like look at their face to see if they won or lost. Be like, oh, was it him? Was it him? Was it him? <laughs> it, it was weird, but so we were just like looking at our phones, keeping track of the team scores, but we were on a roll. I felt that we wrestled well. There was a couple things here and there that I feel like if they would have changed, we would have won a team trophy. But Nationals, it was so much fun. That, that tournament was awesome. Because this is your first experience with fans, right? Yeah. So you, I mean, because I went to that, um, the Nationals in when it was in Oklahoma City a few years ago. Mm -hmm. It is nuts. It's like mm -hmm. sensory overload because you got all these different fans that are cheering for different things. What was your experience at experiencing that, I guess, for the first time? It, it was so loud. <laughs> like when I pinned Wilson in the quarters, it was just echoing inside of my headgear. It was it was deafening. It was so much fun. I was down there. I was like, yeah, I turned it up, getting all hype on the mat. And it was just roaring all around me. I was like, this is awesome. I could do this every day. <laughs> That's awesome. So you go, you know, through and, and you make it to the championship match. When you clinch that spot to go wrestle for a national title, what was that feeling like? Um, I, I was kind of expecting to win mm -hmm. when I saw I had, a, when I had Andonian. I was a little bummed out at first. I wanted to wrestle Gomez, but I was... I was like, you know what? I've seen I've seen this kid wrestle a whole bunch. I know how he wrestles. I've never felt it. And that kid was crazy, and the stuff he was doing was insane, just rolling around all crazy. But um, I just tried to keep focus just on the match. Like, okay, let's focus here. He's gonna be super scrambly. Let's just keep it basic and get it done. What was the? I mean, outside of the championship match what was the hardest matchup that you had what was the i guess the most the toughest one to win oh it was definitely the andonian match mm -hmm. it it was just he was such an odd wrestler like when he was on bottom he would just roll to his back he would just go to his back and then just kind of start flopping back and forth and i didn't know what to do i was thinking like he's going to his back i gotta hold him there but when i would try to grab him when he was on his back was when he was doing all his funk and getting reversals and scoring points 
So I was totally, I, I was lost. I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm just gonna hold on, I guess. Yeah, what do you do in that moment when it's, they're throwing you for a loop of, you, cause you go, you go in with a game plan, right? Of Especially some of these guys that you know how they wrestle mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, this is, this is not what we thought how it was gonna go. How do you, <laughs> yeah. how do you manage that? I, I don't know, it's, every match is different. Like nothing's gonna go the same. Everything's happening differently every time. So it's just kind of like, you gotta roll with it and just kind of keep your head in the match, which is kind of hard to do sometimes because when stuff starts going crazy, I kind of go on autopilot a little bit and just wrestle, but just keeping your head in it and yeah, just focusing. So when you walked off the mat, were you, what was the feeling? Were you disappointed? Cause you said you went in there to win it. Were you proud of what you did? What was, what was the emotion? Yeah, it was mixed emotions. Um, like I went over there and I talked to my parents, they were over there in my club coach and um, they just told me that they're like, hey, like we love you, and I was like, well, yeah, I know, but like <laughs> that would have been so awesome, that would have been crazy. But no, I was happy. I was happy with my performance. I was happy with how I wrestled. I didn't like how I wrestled in the finals, but I mean, Yanni wrestled very well. Like he didn't want to wrestle any top or bottom. He was only keeping the match on our feet, and I don't know. He wrestled well, so I wasn't too disappointed. I didn't get to any of my positions really. I only got to go on top the one time, and but. I don't know, I was happy with it all, after all. Does it fuel you now? I mean, getting that close to it and getting a taste of it and that whole experience, does it fuel you going into leading into next season? Yeah, I'm kind of using it right now to get ready to push to try to make a world team. Mm -hmm. And uh, early June is when world team trials are. And so if I make that team, I'm gonna go to Spain and wrestle for Team USA. So that's the next goal then? Yeah, that's the next, that's the next one. I thought it was cool too, because it was in the middle of March Madness, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then you have uh, March Madness, right? And so, but the way that Husker Nation just was all on board the Ridge train when you made that run, how special was that as an athlete to have the kind of support that you had from, from Husker fans? It was crazy. Like my phone was blowing up. Just like people I had n never met, no idea. I hadn't seen them at any duels. They were just like, hey bro, you're going crazy. Keep doing your thing. Like it's super fun to watch. I was like, hey, thanks dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do my thing, we'll see. And, and then also on social media too. I mean, yeah. it was like you were blowing up. That's what I'm saying. It was awesome. <laughs> it, it was a lot of fun. There was a lot of cool moments. Um, and then Christian Lance, when he becomes an All-American, I know you were close with him and, and you had spoke about him the last time you were in studio. How special was that as a teammate to see him become an All-American? It was so cool. And I like how that video was kind of blowing up of him when he was talking right after the match because it was like, those are moments that a lot of times people don't see. Boom, he's back in the tunnel. It's just like he's sitting there, he's talking to Manning or Travell or whoever he was talking to, and it's just like that's like just such a special moment and you gotta see like all his hard work finally finally pay off. He was saying like I was a D two guy, I didn't know and that it's scary. It's scary when you make that jump because it's like you were successful in D two, but you might it might not work out for you. Mm -hmm. And he took that risk and it really did pay off. So super happy for him. One of the things I, I told the story right after the Iowa duel that I mean, you come off, you win yours, and then you are so <laughs> invested in your teammates the rest of the time. I mean, you're throwing t you're throwing t-shirts in the stands from the marketing crew. I mean, you're up there with uh, I can't even remember who was wrestling at the time, like right up there on the mat, like yelling, and and you were invested. So what what fuels that kind of passion and that joy, just being around, even when you're not wrestling, the supporting your teammates, being in the atmosphere, all of that. Uh, I love to win. 
I'm super competitive. Like playing Uno at home with my parents, they hate playing with me because I'm just crazy competitive. <laughs> and it's just like we. I think that we have a team who, like I said earlier this year, I thought we were going to win a team trophy. I think we could have, and I think that we can, still can next year and the years to come, like team titles maybe. And uh, it's just trying to push my teammates to be the best that they can be because they do the same thing for me. In practice, when I'm dead tired, laying on my back at the end, and like we're about to run sprints, like they pick me up and like let's go. So that's how I pay them back is cheering them on, supporting them. It's cool. So Uno's the game then, huh? Yeah, Uno gets intense. We have like a ten-year-old <laughs> Uno attack where you push the button and it like sprays the cards out. Oh wow! Oh, yeah, it barely works, but those games are crazy. <laughs> That's fun. So what's next? I mean, you talked about how do you train? How do you prepare to maybe potentially go make a U.S. national team and, and go compete at Worlds? What goes into that? Um, I've got back in the room a little bit. We've been in there wrestling. I haven't wrestled a whole lot of live yet, but it's just been getting back in, getting ready for freestyle, getting my ribs ready to take some gut wrenches and. Uh, it, same thing as always, just wrestling, putting time in. And then, you know, with losing so many super seniors and guys that have been around this program and leaders for this program for so long, how do you guys step into that? Because I'm sure that will be a role that you'll need to do now and, and step into that role, uh, you know, the Eric Schultz, Christian Lance, those guys that are leaving now. Is that something that you're looking to do too in, in this room here in, in Lincoln? Absolutely. Uh, there's a bunch of leaders on our team, and um, I think it's going to kind of – more people are going to step up as leaders as these people are graduating because they've been here for so long. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to see how like the team chemistry kind of changes and evolves, but I think it's just good things to come. It's awesome. Well, Ridge, I appreciate your time. I'm disappointed you didn't come wearing the suit, though. <laughs> Maybe next time. I really thought you might come wearing the suit again to show off to all the people that are watching, but we'll, we'll post some photos and we'll, we'll push people to the social media. So appreciate your time and congratulations again on a great season and then also on, on your, your awards at the Night of the Lead as well. Thank you.